We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Swagger from the corner. Yes! And the foul! Is he having himself an afternoon? Swagger feeling his third three already. On the drive goes Patty Casey for the basket. <laughs> Backdoor cut Swider with the jam. This is Swider in close. And one. Welcome back to the Swider Show, everyone. We're, we're back this week. We got our mics. We're ready to go. Patty and I live from Miami and New York City. Um, and yeah, man, we're back. We're back, Patty. A- episode 41. Yeah, we're calling 41. it the James Posey episode. I think that's wow, accurate. I like that. You know why? I like that. Because Swider Show's heading to Miami. <laughs> bring it around. Let's bring uh, it around, man. Let's bring it around. Yeah. Swider, congrats. The news broke in between. We had uh, notions of announcing it on our show, but our guy Shams beat us to the punch, which I think was better for uh, notoriety for publicity. And I, I saw a lot of comments noting the show, but yes, Wider, congratulations, man. How's it feel? Feels good, man. Like I said in the last episode, I'm going to have another opportunity. I'm going to have the, the hopefully I'm blessed enough that this opportunity is going to give me the potential to make, make an NBA roster. And the, I, I was talking to a couple of my assistant coaches with the Lakers, and, and they were just telling me, like, Make the best decision for you for next year at this time to potentially be on an NBA roster. And I think Miami, just with the track record that, that they have, with I, I could name 10 guys um, yeah. that they've had over the, over the last couple of years who have made who've started as an Exhibit 10, who have made, who've then made the jump to a two-way, and then they get converted to a contract. And then the rest goes from there. Gabe Vincent, Max Struess, Duncan Robinson, and most recently Orlando Robinson. Mm-hmm. Uh, even a Jamal Cain started as an E10, who's a two-way now. So really excited for this opportunity, man. They they kind of went after me in that in the whole entire process. Um, and yeah, man, I'm, I'm really excited to be here. I've been here for the past week, and it's, it's been it's been a great experience. I got here on Sunday and recording this on Wednesday, and, and it's been a great experience so far. The Miami Heat culture is real. Um, conditioning test the first day we got here. Um, really? What does yeah, that entail? lifts. So right now it's, it's not too bad. Um, so you basically go 10, 10 touches. So one, two, three, four, mm-hmm. full, full court lengths. Um, you got to do it under 60 seconds. And it's it's uh, you got to do it twice in a row. So right right now it's not too bad. But I guess before training camp it ends up being you got you to gotta be able to do five. So Five. Oh, five in a row, you gotta, rather than two. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, oh, that you sounds make miserable. That's like the stuff of so. stuff of lore. Like you see that all the time. That that makes the rounds of the heat culture. It's, yeah. It seems like that's what it starts with. 
the training camp conditioning test. Yeah, for sure. But I, I love all that stuff, man. If you guys know me, I'm, I'm, I pride myself on being a hard worker. I, I think I've talked about that a lot on this show, mm-hmm. and just just kind of fits me, right? I think like we're working on I, we're working on defense and, and these workouts and, and talking about defensive philosophies and all this stuff. And I mean, that's only going to help me become a better player and a better defender. And I mean. Not a lot of people have a question about my offense. It's, it's, it's been about my defense. So right. um, it, it's it's great to uh, kind of be working on that because this they must be one of this, this might be one of the only teams in the whole entire NBA where you're working on defense in August. So it's uh, really beneficial for me, and I think I've already gotten a little bit better, and and uh, I'll be able to sharpen my skills a little bit being with the Miami Heat. Yeah. So I do want to get into the whole entire decision making process. Apologies if there's 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 probably going to be a little bit of overlap between our conversation last week, but that was super brief. Um, yeah. But first thing, how different does this feel rather than last year on draft night when you when you signed the two-way with the Lakers? Yeah, it feels a lot different, man. I think when you when you get offered a two-way on draft night, like you, you just go with the situation. You know what I mean? It's like they kind of chose you. Um, and I, I didn't really have the luxury of choosing multiple situations. It was like, all right, the Lakers offer a two-way. Nico's like, hey, like, we're going to take this? Yeah, let's take it. Let's go. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then this time, um, obviously, when, when you get waived, there's a whole bunch of emotions that, that go into that, right? Um, like I said in last week's episode, like, I have no resentment towards the whole entire Lakers situation. I gave it everything I had and, and tried to make it work. And hopefully there's a time in my career where there might be an opportunity to go back there. But right. I, I think just just for the situation in general, like there's a whole bunch of emotions that go into it, and then you you take that day to or those t- day or two days to kind of think about that, and then you're really about like what's the next move? Is it to go back to the Lakers on a training camp deal? Is it to explore your other options? Um, the Lakers were very adamant about they, they had a spot open for me um, if I wanted to come back on a training camp deal and, and potentially fight for a roster spot or fight for my two way back. Um, because they, they had valued me in, in that system. But I thought for me, just, just being there for the whole entire year, it was best to look uh, best to look at other opportunities and, and just see what, what, what else was out there. Yeah, Nico's, uh, Nico's your agent, by the way. We'll probably reference him yep. a bunch of times throughout the podcast. Great, too. How do you, how do you pronounce last names? Is it Falopovich or Falopovich? No, Nico Falopovich. Yep. Falopovich. Uh, Nico Falopovich and, and, and Bill Duffy are, right. my, uh, are my agents. Yep. Yeah, great, great job running the ones and twos, getting you where you need to go. Exactly. But um, I think I, I kind of touched on this last week, but was, I don't know how to word it like properly, but was there any, uh, did it completely come out of left field with the waving? And then from there, like that night, are you going like diving right into to evaluating where you're going? Yeah, I, I was, I was shocked. I mean, I don't think you can be shocked by anything in this business. And that's what Nico told me. He's like, hey man, like, you can't really be shocked by anything, but I, like even he said, like, I, I was very surprised. And uh, I thought I thought I could have played better in summer league. I thought I could have done a couple of things better, but I think overall I had a successful summer league. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. um, I think the last game kind of capped it off of, of being a success. Um, I wish we had a little bit more team success. That would have been great. But I think overall I, I played hard. I did the right things. I shot the ball pretty well. Um and I was playing through some things that are just out of your control. You know right. what I mean? I, I wasn't wearing the leg sleeve for, for fashion. Um, it looked good, though. Yeah. I was I was wearing it to try and help my quad. But at the end of the day, like, 
like I said, I have no resentment towards the situation. I, I don't I don't think back to it of having any regrets. Like I worked my tail off every single day. I made so many great relationships and like I said last week, it's it's the messages from the people around the organization, like our travel guy and our nutritionist and um I just got hit up by our, our public relations guy. Yeah. Just just thanking me for, for being a great person the whole entire year. Um, and then also just just hearing again from our G League uh, general manager saying how much he wants me back. and um, That means a lot, but at the same time, you got to look out for what's best uh, for your future. But, yeah, I would say I was definitely surprised by the decision. Um, we, we, we had conversations after Summer League, and, um, it looked like I was going to be back, and then they, 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 they decided to make a change and, and sign someone else in my position. So, right. I mean, it, it happens. Like, like there's a lot of people in the NBA who have been waived before, right? Like, yeah. Even, like, a guy like Max Struess got waived by two different situations, Boston and Chicago, and then ended up in Miami, and it was a great fit and opportunity for him to kind of keep going. So, I think just the, the NBA is all about opportunity and fit, and – when you're choosing your next situation, like for example, like Max Struess and I on draft night, he, he gets a call from the Celtics, oh, you take that, you take that two way. I get a call from the Lakers, you take that two way. Um, is it the best basketball fit? You don't really know at the time because you're just, you're going for the opportunity and you're going for like a chance to make an NBA roster. Um, but when you get waived by that situation, then you clear waivers, which is the waivers is a 48 hour period after um, you get released or, or waived by a team where a team can, can essentially pick up your contract. Yeah. So I was on a two-year two-way at the time, and they could they could pick up my contract, and I, w- I would go to that team. So once you clear waivers, it's kind of up to you to pick that next situation in the best possible fit. So I had about 10 to 12 teams that were offering me basically the same deal, which is an Exhibit 10 deal. The Exhibit 10 deal – for for you for those who don't know is is a training camp deal. Um, I'm raising my hand because I don't really know what that is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so an exhibit ten deal is a training camp deal, and uh, with a training camp deal, it's fifty thousand dollars on top of the G League salary. So a, a lot of guys who are kind of like in like that middle of like a, a G League player or an NBA player, they sign that exhibit ten contract, go to training camp with the team, get an opportunity to compete in training camp, and then essentially. Most of the Exhibit 10s get sent down to um, the G League team, and then, and then they have your rights with the G League. Mm-hmm. Um, almost every single team I talked to was Exhibit 10 with the opportunity to earn a two-way in camp. Like That was that was the message that I was receiving. Um, most of the teams did have an open two-way, um, so it was visible to kind of see um, that opportunity in that road. But I think for me, it was all about choosing the best possible fit as of right now, Miami Heat do have three two ways, but um, the two way is a non guaranteed contract, as as you guys can see. Yeah. How I got I got waived in, in that in that situation with the Lakers. So, um, one thing that's great about the Miami Heat is that I think that they do have an open competition every single training camp. They do have an open competition every single day to compete, to get after it, to get real reps. Um, and have an opportunity to go in there and earn a spot. And when looking at when looking at those opportunities, it just seemed like a great fit. Like I said before, with with all the success they've had with undrafted guys and kind of like those diamonds in the rough kind of guys um, in their history. Is that like really factoring into your decision? The history of that, it has to, right? Oh, 100 percent. I mean, when you look at the NBA, there's only so many teams who really give their two ways a real opportunity mm-hmm. to go in there and play major minutes. 
Um, this past year, Jamal Cain, he played 20 real games and got real NBA, uh, real NBA looks, and he got brought back on a, on a qualifying offer to Miami Heat. Orlando Robinson got 32 real games, start, even started a game for the Heat last year, and uh, he got brought back on a contract. So, like when when you're when you are in a situation where you don't have a two A offer visible in front of you on that day, um, you got you have to you have to look at all those situations and see who's really benefited and who's gotten that opportunity from the, from those teams when you're competing for a two A in, in camp essentially. Um, and there's some situations like, I mean, it's not always like this with the Lakers, but last year they we didn't get a lot of opportunity mm-hmm. with the top team. Um, like we were mostly in the G League, which was a great experience. I have nothing but great things to say about South Bay and the organization and, and how, how great you're treated and the right, right, amenities right. of being in the same practice facility and getting to use the same weight room and cold tubs and hot tubs mm-hmm. and sauna and, and all those things, right? But there was not there was not a lot of opportunity given to the two ways to kind of go up there and show what you could do. And I think that's ultimately the reason why I didn't get a two-way after um, – after I got waived, right. you know what I mean. Like there, there was no real NBA experience. You look at the guys who who got two ways at um, this year right away. It was a guy like Dylan Windler who was a first round pick. It was a guy like Nathan Knight who has real NBA reps, um, and who was on. They were both on standard contracts last year. Um, so where did Win- I'm excited, where did man. Windler sign with? The New York Knicks on a two way. He's Belmont, right? Lefty. Uh huh. Yep, all over that. So, I mean, it's a situation I'm in. I'm excited for it. I'm happy I get to compete and be a part of such a great organization as Miami Heat. Mm-hmm. I love how you keep saying Miami Heat, too. You're not just saying the Heat. No, Miami Heat. Yeah, yeah. hell yeah. Real officials like the Ohio State Buckeyes. I love that. But uh, going back to the decision. So, right away, are you giving yourself, like, a timetable? Like, it took almost, what, 10 days, two weeks to, to finally make the call. But right away, are you and Nico sitting down? You're like, we got to get in the door by this time for – you to actually like have enough time before training camp to kind of prove yourself yeah there's there's no like real rush and there's there's different ways to attack this right you can a go with the best option that you think is possible you could b go to like mini camps during this time and try and prove yourself to each team and see if you can get an opportunity that way um we decided that the best opportunity for me was to commit to an organization for an e10 um try and find the best possible fit for me and and ultimately just just kind of go from there and, and see where the chips chips may fall i know a bunch of a bunch of guys who, who had gotten waived to are free agents right now they, they were go, they're going to mini camps right now and trying to prove themselves to, to these teams and and putting themselves in a really good position and, and seeing if they like this these facilities and this the way they run their workouts it's like just see all these different things before they make a decision but Nico and I's mentality and Bill's mentality was like let's let, let's let's get into these uh, this preseason program with this team that we, we think is the best fit for you and let's go from there and, and give yourself two months to really um, be evaluated by the Heat staff and I'm excited for that opportunity because when you have two months to show what you can do compared to like a week before training camp getting right. brought in by the team it's, it's it's a totally it's 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 a big difference. I'd imagine this is more individual work too. Like you said. You mentioned off air tomorrow you're playing live, but um, I don't know. I feel like there's there's more of a spotlight in you, more of a spotlight on you at this point of the summer when you're like doing individual workouts and actually showcasing your skills rather than like you're saying if you're there for a week and then you launch right into training camp. I feel like it's tough to really stand out when like I don't know you're doing full team stuff. 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, no, for sure. And, and, and when, you, when you come t- two months early to a situation, like the vets aren't there every single day, at least playing live, right? So you're, the, the attention's on you in every single day and pick up every single day when these workouts are going on. Like Eric Spolscher was in the gym today be, watching us and, and, and seeing us. Obviously, like, it's great to kind of be around that, right, and be around a, a decision maker. And uh, just having that access to, to those guys and ask questions and, and, and be and be, eva- and be evaluated, right? Like the assistant GM was in there, Adam Simon. And um, I, think, I think overall it's just a really good – situation yeah. to be in just knowing that, that that they value those e10s and value those two-way guys i uh i kind of stay hands off i get a lot of questions and a lot of people i think thought i made the decision fully i was 100 percent uh what kind of directed you towards miami was looking at situations which i'll take like 80 percent of the credit but the one advice <laughs> i will give is uh you know the viral video of spolster talking about when lebron gave it got there and he had his locker all yeah. folded everything so if you get when you get your locker and stuff, I would say to you as your friend, maybe fold up the stuff, get the towels cleaned, uh, yep. yeah, organize the shoes. I think you might better your chances there. Yeah, I mean, it, it's I, – I agree to that to a certain extent. It's just like all that stuff matters. You know what I mean? The way you approach every single day, it matters. Um, I'm, I'm a, You know me, Patty. I'm a big, like, early – get there early, oh, yeah. two hours Leaf before. Late, and, lunch pail, all yeah, that type of thing. Late, yeah, yeah, all that stuff. I mean, that's just naturally who I am, and that's why I think the Miami Heat is, is a really good organization mm-hmm. for me to come in and, and, and be successful in. Have you met uh, Have you met or talked to Riley yet? No, I haven't. I haven't. Um, I'm sure. Funny, like, I'm sure Bill has to know him pretty well, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Him and Bill, Bill and, and Pat have a really good relationship, and that was another reason why choosing the Miami Heat was was a, was a big. Um, it was a big deciding factor. I mean, like I said, like they they called Bill right away. And made sure that that I knew that I knew that there was a there's a sense of like I'm a priority in this situation mm-hmm. to sign an E10. Um, nothing's gonna be given to me. I'm gonna have to earn everything I get. But right, but they're, that's they're exactly what you're looking for. Like people reaching out exactly. to you rather than you trying to like chase something down. But, exactly. Uh, so, um, like I said, like in, in that situation, like Bill does have a great relationship with Pat, with Pat Riley, so they're gonna give it to Bill straight, and, and I'm gonna know where I stand, which is which is a great situation. I think he's one of the more fascinating characters in the history of basketball Pat Riley he's like he just succeeds at literally everything he does he has the sport completely figured out like how to run an organization yeah I mean if you think about him and Phil Jackson are probably the two 
two of the best winners of all time. Mm-hmm. I need a uh, I need a documentary on on Pat Riley, like a very extensive one about his mindset and everything. Maybe we could provide that throughout the year. You start uh, dishing out how he thinks and everything. But yeah, yeah, yeah. going back to the process, so I don't know how much you want to dive into this, but you do settle on on the Heat. In the days leading up, was there a few other candidates that you were uh, kind of like narrowed your list down to? Maybe like, let's say this was you were a senior in high school in your post and top three yeah. with the graphic yeah. tipped in edits. Who do you think would have been on yeah. that graphic for you? Yeah, I think I think the teams that expressed the, express the most interest were um, the Celtics and, and the Bucks, along with the Heat. Um, so I would say that those three teams were the teams that expressed the most interest. And I think by the end of it, for me, it was just about choosing the right situation where they've had guys be successful and, and, and a team that values um, their two ways and, and exhibit tens, right? Mm-hmm. Um, see, seeing the gradual growth of each team. I mean, I think like seeing a guy like Sam Hauser be successful was a, it was attractive for me to go, go to Boston. But I think overall, I think just – just the process of the Miami Heat, how much we fit, it just made it an easy decision to, to right. go to Miami Heat. And then how do you actually make the call? This is just like purely out of curiosity. You just call the assistant GM and you're like, hey, man. No, I, I just tell Nico. Nico Nico calls uh, the Miami Heat and, and we agree to terms of, of the deal. And then Shams, Shams and Nico's are our boys, so that's how that gets? Yeah, so, I mean, I, I guess I guess one, one person reached out to another and, and – and after that, I mean, I know Adam was really, really waiting for that that Shams bomb. So, it, it, it's a uh, it's a part of the business. Obviously, Shams is uh, pretty well connected, and I think you have to be pretty close to agents when you're in that in that position because they're gonna they're gonna leak that information to you pretty quickly. That's how they're getting the scoops all the time. I mean, when we ran into for Shams. Sure. He was he seemed like the most busy guy in the entire world. So, <laughs> <laughs> no no further comment. But uh, so you got there what Sunday? Just been working yeah. out. Um, before that, though, you stayed in LA for a few days. You're texting me yeah. about the workouts. You seem to have get involved in some cool runs with some yeah. big time players. Yeah. Yeah. No. It, I love being in that in that kind of environment in LA because all the pros are there during the summer, right? Um, even being around Shaq Harrison and and being around some of these other guys, like it's just it's a great environment. And then. I got to work out with Clay Thompson, who's obviously one of the greatest shooters of all time. Uh, I got to work out with Ben Matherin, mm-hmm. who's obviously you uh, knew him beforehand, right? Rising star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I did a, I did a lot of pre-draft workouts, like pre-draft work, because we have the same trainer, Charlie Torres, right. who's obviously a, a, a Swedish show. Yeah, guest, we got we got to uh, add Matherin to the list, and then eventually Clay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, no, those guys are great to kind of go up against, compete against, and then and the the run the runs was great. Zach Gonzalez run, runs the the open gym setting and, and invites all the guys like Frank Kamitsky and um, Nigel Hayes who played for Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. And I know you know him. Patty. Oh yeah. Um, so uh, it's it's great runs and, and it provides a lot of competition and it kind of gives you like the it's it's a telltale of where you are in your development, right? Because you're playing against against a lot of these. Big time players who've made a lot of money. If it's your league, if it's the NBA, if if it's their up and coming stars in the in the whole entire league, so it, it was great to be out there. And then working out with Charlie and Zach is is obviously top yeah, level yeah. work. I mean, you, you you've seen those guys kind of yep. um, bring me through a workout, and it's great having those guys in LA. And then just having Nico and, and Roddy out there as well. 
um, is great because they, they, they can provide the resources and, and, and the time and, and housing if I need it uh, to kind of yeah, work to out go there. Out there. And, and not think about how was how was Clay as a guy? Is he exactly how he is in like the interviews and everything? Just super laid uh, back and so cool. Uh, yeah, no, Clay Clay's the best man. It was funny because like he would stop the workout and go say what's up to like a, a nineteen year old kid in the corner who was just like fantasy like was happy to just to watch Clay work out. You know what I mean? Just like, to was, make the kid's so, day. Yeah, it, it was. Oh, great. That's so and cool. He's like such a he's such like a like a jumpy like. I don't know. It's it, it's funny just to watch him work out because he's just in his own world. He, he's like a totally different type of human being. And then his brother Mikey, he rebounds every single workout that Clay's Clay's doing because he also works for the Warriors as well. Oh, really? He's behind the bench. He's a behind the bench assistant with the Warriors. So it's just funny, man, just just to see him um, kind of look at Clay like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. You know I mean? like typ- typical. <laughs> is like, he older? Then he's older than yeah. Clay. Oh, okay. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Where does Trace fall in? Do you know? The one on the Dodgers? Or he was on the Dodgers? I think he's younger. I think he's younger. Oh, okay. Damn. What a family. That is so oh. cool you got involved in that. Pretty athletic family. Did you have any uh, shooting competitions with Clay? Yeah. How'd yeah, those go? We, we, you could boast yeah, a little they, bit. <laughs> they went well. They went well. They went well. <laughs> I think I'm shooting the ball at a pretty good clip right now. Um, and those are always win, lose, or draw in, in those competitions. Like, you always feel pretty good coming out of them because, like, all right, like, Clay's one of the best shooters in the world. Duncan Robinson's one of the best shooters in the world. Being able to go toe-to-toe with those guys, like, you're in a good you spot. feel pretty good after. Yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty cool thing to walk around saying. I think people thought you were down bad after getting waved, but then, I don't know, three days later, you'd be Clay in a shooting contest. It's a good way to get back on your feet. No comment, man. No comment. <laughs> All right, I mean that's sweet. Like LA stories. Oh, do you think you think you'll be an LA guy in the off season going forward? Have you thought about I that? Know, before? I think. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think having Nico out there and Chuck and and Zach, like, there's a lot of resources, and then even like a guy like Aunt Barry, who uh, who was my strength coach with the with the Lakers. Um, even having him is, yeah. is a great resource out there just to be able to train. Nico has a weight room out there. He has gym access. So I can see myself going out there and staying out there for a little bit. And then I know a bunch of people out there now. Mm-hmm. So that, that's obviously a, a plus. But we'll yeah. see, man. I, I obviously want to spend some more time at home. I didn't get to spend a, that much time at home this off season. Um, So maybe home, maybe maybe Yeah, LA bounce for back and forth. It's not like you got to go for the whole entire summer, too. Like, aren't there guys that yeah. just go out for a few weeks? I think I saw, like, Peyton Pritchard yeah, yeah. doing that. Yeah, definitely. So... I mean, it's. It, it, I mean, I, I'm I'm a big like want to be in market, so want to be in like whatever team city I'm in because that has all the resources too. Like the coaches right. working you out, the cold tubs, the massages, all that stuff. So that's that, that's that's mm-hmm. really good too. Yeah, I guess you didn't have much downtime though. You go Western Conference Finals, right in the summer league, right to figure out your next situation. So it's not like you're like yeah. hanging in LA. But uh, all right. So I mean, just a level set here. Oh, that was that was a business word. I was running some meetings today, Swider. I said level set a bunch of times. But uh, <laughs> so you're trying the goal here. I got this question from a few people. You're on the E10. You're looking to prove yourself. You're looking to have a great training camp. From there, is it the two-way deal that you're trying to kind of like take over? Yeah, of course. I mean, I think anytime you're in this situation, like you're not satisfied. At least for me, I'm not satisfied with the E10. You yeah. Know what I mean, I think. 
like moving up to a two way, moving up to a roster spot. Like it's like the whole entire goal behind behind signing the situation is is going to the best situation possible for you to potentially earn a two way and then earn a roster spot. I think the one thing about an E ten that's that's cool and it's a little different than being on a two way is that you could go to another situation with a two way. So the Boston Celtics could call me tomorrow and be like, "Hey, we're going to sign you to a two way." Oh, really? And the and the and the Heat can't stop me from going, but the Heat could also be like, "Hey, like." We, we want to keep him, and then my agent could be like, hey, like, we, we got okay. this situation. Little negotiation. Here. Yeah, so that, mm-hmm. all, all those things can happen, too, throughout a season. So um, on an E10, you get you get a 10-day call-up and, and potentially make that team. Um, so, yeah, man, I think obviously being a, a two-way with this situation would be great, but also having the opportunity to play for all of the 29 teams is, is, a, good, is a good situation mm-hmm. as well. Has it been a, like, intimidating or – weird adjusting down there yet or not really i mean you've been there for two years or two days but i was thinking like four years now you've you've gotten four different situations between nova q la and now miami so i feel like yeah you're kind of acclimated to uh proving yourself in new situations at this point man for me like, I, I don't i try not to put a lot of pressure on myself because like if you looked at myself when i was at villanova like I didn't see myself being in the situation. You know what I mean? Now, obviously, there was a belief, there was a there was a blind confidence, there was a um, an overall trust in the work that I put in. But if someone were to tell me at Villanova that I would finish my rookie year with the Lakers and have an opportunity to make the Miami Heat roster, I, I, I'd be like, I mean, where do I sign? I would, yeah. yeah, I would take that in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. So I think just overall, I'm. I'm extremely blessed and thankful. I get to play basketball for a living. I get to do what I love every single day, and and, and I think just focused on the grind and the process, everything will take care of itself. Absolutely. I, mean, I think being a a man of God, um, nobody's perfect, but if if you if you don't think I th- Joe Mazzulla had had a great quote during the Eastern Conference Finals when they were down three zero, they were like, uh, "How do you kind of deal with this being down three zero?" And he's like. I got to talk to two terminally ill mm-hmm. uh, women un- under the age of 21, and I thought I was helping them out by by talking to them, and they are they were actually helping me out. And and he's like, people when they're on the or on the when they're on the stage when they're raising a trophy, they always thank God. But it's in moments when you're really in in uh, desperate times or, or when you get knocked off your pivot a little bit, where you you, you can thank God. It, as well, so mm-hmm. I think I'm in that. I think I'm in that type of mindset of just like, like whatever's meant to happen is gonna happen. I'm gonna keep on grinding, I'm keep on working hard, I'm gonna keep on doing the right things, and uh, I think I'll be in a good spot yeah. by the end of it. It's definitely been working for you to this point. The other thing is when you when you approach a situation like that where you're like, not nothing you can lose, but like, like you're saying, it's not the end all be all. Then that's kind of when you like free yourself up and play real well. Um, yeah, but. Thank you for walking us through that whole process. My last question on it. Of course. Is, so you've now gone from L.A. to Miami. How much was the, uh, were you just looking for, like, the coolest cities in the entire world to uh, jump from? Man. Man, the humidity out here is crazy. But, no, nah, I mean, it's definitely a blessing to be able to go from L.A. to Miami. Mm-hmm. Um. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas.
Yeah, man. I think this this whole decision making process. It was a the the location. No, I'm playing. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was mainly about, it was mainly about the play style, but uh, but it, it definitely worked out in my favor of being able to go to LA, right. and Miami, and then I mean, people keep on asking me like, what's next, Dallas or or uh, <laughs> yeah, or back to LA? Like, it, it's definitely definitely cool to be in oh, New York spots. Yeah, the well, greatest cities York, in the Boston. world. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the other, the the G League team, not many people know. G League team for Miami is actually in South Dakota, so yep. geographically it doesn't make the most sense. But I guess you're not in paradise all the time. But Sioux Falls, South yeah. Dakota is probably a sweet spot. Yeah, I've actually looked it up, and there's no shade to Syracuse in the statement at all because I love Syracuse with everything. But it kind of reminded me of like a little Syracuse. Really? Yeah, like if you look up the city and everything like that. Like, it kind of reminded me of, like, a little Syracuse. Syracuse like, vibes. Cool downtown. Uh-huh. Yeah, Syracuse vibes. Like, I, I make a joke all the time. If, if you miss a left in Syracuse, you can put your car in reverse and then go make that left. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's, one, it's one of those I've actually never heard you make fun. that joke. That's a good one. I'm going to steal that. Really? You ever, yeah. you ever heard that? Yeah. Um, Fitz probably knows that joke more than anything. Yeah. But, but yeah, no, like, I, I love that, like, little small town vibe and be able to lock in. and um, I think it would be a good, good opportunity to just kind of like being like that, being like that grind mode. You know, right. I mean, hopefully we have we have a great team that gets along and we kind of can can just vibe together. Yeah. Um, but hopefully, I mean, at the end of the day, the goal is not to be there. Yeah. It's, it's to it's to grind. But I'm not I'm not afraid to go to South Dakota mm-hmm. by, by any means. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, the gym there is pretty sweet too. But like you're saying, you'll you'll be at American Airlines for the most part, so we don't have to worry about that too much as as that's, listeners. That's, that's the hope, man. <laughs> that's the hope. I mean, whatever happens, happens. I'm not. I want to be mad either way. Mm-hmm. Whatever, whatever his plan is up top. I mean, that's that's the plan I'm, I'm right. willing to to go on. But I think that's uh, why we could close it out with this week's mailbag question of the week. This is from Gorm, my friend Joe Gorman. We submitted. He just perfect. Very simple question: How will this new yep. situation impact the pod? Is anything changing? Um, first, first off, I'll go first. Just some housekeeping yeah. notes. We're debuting a new logo next week. We've had some uh, infighting, yep. some voting within the within the crew. There's uh, there might be some branding changes. There might be there might not be, but we will have a color change. As the logo right now is is still Lakers colors, but. Um, yeah, we'll figure that out. It's it's not it's not fighting. It's more so we're just all trying to uh, maximize how the pod looks for you guys, the listeners and the fans. So um, yeah, I don't know if you have anything. You know, to add you know what's there. inconvenient about having four people a part of the podcast? When you do a vote, you can have, yeah yeah you can have a two two split, which which we which we had right. So maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll actually put a, we could cut this if Adam doesn't want to do it. But I was thinking a good idea could maybe. Put a poll out, Instagram. Have the listeners decide which logo they like better, and then we, we go from there. I'm in. Let's do it. All right, yeah, let's do yep. it. I think I like that. I just came up with that on the spot. I know I said two seconds ago. I lied to everyone that's listening to the podcast right now. I said I've been thinking of this. I thought of that right now. So we're gonna put an Instagram poll out this weekend at Swatter Show on uh, Instagram. Go check it out and vote for. Uh, I got a feeling you're gonna vote for the one that I, I prefer. So we're changing up. We're probably gonna go with proof. with with some Q's colors, as we are a Q's Keep podcast. Yeah. Um, although I don't know, maybe we can see what the heat colors look like and go from there. But yeah, 
that's just a lot the the housekeeping item. As far as another like logistical thing, we're now in the same time zone, which is a great thing. Miami, New York City, Syracuse. Um, well, Lewis has gone to LA in a couple weeks, but that's temporary. So, <laughs> as far as recording to the show, for us it actually might get a little bit easier. Um, guests opens us up. You don't you don't bury the relationships you have in LA. So I'm sure we'll have more of those guys on. And now being in Miami, you just meet way more guys, more players, more opportunities to get guests. So I don't know. I'm excited about all those things. I don't know what else you have to add, Swider. I think you hit the nail on the head. I'm, I'm excited uh, for the continuation of the podcast. Um, I think we have a, a lot more in store for you guys and, mm-hmm. and just continue on this journey. I think this past year has been great. Obviously, you, Adam, and, and Jake, like 30% of the time has, has, has been great to, to work with. Um, so, so, man, I'm excited to keep this thing going. Um, and, yeah, like nothing for nothing. I mean, we got to kind of um, – Take, take you guys step by step on my rookie year, the, the good times, the bad times in, in the G League, up top of the NBA. Um, so it's been it's been a great experience, and uh, I'm excited to even if we don't continue the podcast for ten more years. Yeah, cool. uh, we'll, we'll always have like this vault of, of kind of memories to to go back and be like, oh wow, that was that was a crazy time when we got to see LeBron break. The yeah, right it now. is it is cool looking back on it. I've done that many times where you look back at the episodes and you're like put yourself in that mindset so i mean now it's just like we got a full nother year of new content so yeah. the pod doesn't sleep but um yeah neither does water i think we could sign off here congratulations <laughs> sure. again unbelievable yep. opportunity Appreciate very exciting um and yeah go heat we're number one heat culture guys now we're <laughs> mr heat so uh yeah and i'm sure all the listeners agree so good on you swatter yeah, man. Excited for this new opportunity. Appreciate you guys listening this week. And uh, you're going to hear a great outro from Patty once again. So uh, signing off from, from, from this show, and we're excited to, to bring you guys some guests and, and uh, new content next week. What's up, everybody? Thank you guys for tuning in. We really hope you enjoyed this week's show. To find out who will be joining us next week, make sure you're following us on all social media platforms. At Swider Show on Instagram, at Swider Show on Twitter, and at Swider Show on TikTok. We also recently developed our very own YouTube page, www.youtube.com slash at Swider Show, and subscribe. You can send in a mailbag question to be featured on the show, swidershow at gmail.com. And of course, if you haven't already, make sure to turn on those notifications so you never miss an episode week to week. Cole Swider Show with Patty Casey is presented by Blue Wire Podcast and our executive producer, Adam Lewis. Swider Show is created by Cole Swider, Patty Casey, and producer Adam Lewis. All rights reserved. Thank you guys. We'll see you next week.